0: what's up everybody welcome to another episode of even more about nothing i am one of your hosts today rafiki i am joined here with mateo and muki um, always a great time so welcome aboard
1: and jump on this train because we about that. have some fun that sounded like an, a Nickelodeon intro for one of those daytime PBS shows. No, no,
2: it sounded like just after they revamped Disney Channel and they, <laughs> and they tried doing, hey, my name's so and so and you're watching Disney, Disney Channel. Channel. As, <laughs> as a matter of fact, so the other day. Yeah. Uh, I, I say the other day, yesterday. I was trying to watch the new Wild and Out because the new season just happened. Yeah, Chance came back for the season premiere. Fire! Oh, hilarious!
1: Very hilarious. Uh, yeah, that roast battle they had was probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was like <laughs> Evil Quavo. <laughs> Evil <Emo> Quavo. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh gosh, and it, it was just so funny. I uh, I'll talk about a little bit more about it, like in the weekend review. Uh, but so I left because for a little bit. And the thing is, like, everyone else was gone, so I was the only one in the house. And so then I leave, I come back, our two youngest brothers, James and Benjamin, they're there. And I was just like, okay, but they were watching TV, I was like, yo, I'm trying to watch Wild It Out. And they're like, no, we're trying to watch this TV show real quick. I was like, who, it's like, what, what TV show y'all watching? It was, it was, this re- and I say this probably because I'm older, it was this really dumb Disney sitcom that they were watching. And I was looking at it, I was like, yo you can't be serious. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to watch people get roasted. I'm not trying to sit here and watch teenage angst going on. Wondering
1: why they decided this was a good script. Somebody somewhere they decided that Wild Wild West was a good script. So You're not wrong. However, at the same time, there's worse things. Oh yeah, I mean, in Will Smith's Filmography all, already. Like we have oblivion. We don't want to talk about that. Mm. Yeah, we're gonna leave that one all the way to the left in the low. Uh What's yeah. his best movie at that point. Will Smith's best movie? Mm. Uh, Independence Day, Pursuit of Happiness. Would you put I Am Legend on that list? Mm, yes. It's top five. I don't know, it's best, but did top he do five. it? wasn't he did iRobot as well. Right? Yeah he oh, did iRobot is top twenty at best. Mm. Men in Black? The first one. The, the first, the first one, one is top five. I mean the third one was Hitch? Man, Hitch, Hitch is, Hitch top is 10, funny but, though. Hitch is top ten, but I want not put it in top five. I think we already have three out of the top five anyway. <laughs> <good touches. laughs> I mean that, like that
0: accent needed like, 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 some
1: help. Man, I, concussion, I like I'm like legally obligated to like like that movie because like, <laughs> like, like I
0: like I know that
1: dude. <laughs> I don't just like know that dude, my pops went to high school with a boy. So like I'm like legally obligated to like put it in like top. So end. so that's exempt from That's exempt station. from that because I'm like I can't be I can't be I biased about that. So me. if we have three of the top five, what there's that movie he did with uh Margot Robbie that was actually pretty bad. decent. Uh, what was it? Bad Boys? No. Bad Boys is top. <laughs> okay. What I'm saying top. is like easily. Bad <laughs> so Boys that's, popped in my, my head. That's why. That's why. Five. Five.
0: That, yeah, so Bad Boys popped in my head, but I wasn't trying to name the movie that you were trying to name. I was like, oh, Bad Boys. Like,
1: Yeah, no, but, but like, it's got to be Bad Boys. Ooh, Bad Boys 1 or Bad Boys 2. Both the of thing? them could be. Both of those could run out the top five. There you go, there's top five. Yeah, Bad Boys 1 and (laughs) 2. Hitch. No, Hitch was top 10. Uh, I Am Legend. Concussion. I thought that was exempt. It is exempt. Concussion is exempt. So, Independence Day. Independence Day. I Am Legend. I Am Legend. Pursuit of Happiness. That took entirely too long to try and figure. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> but actually, <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's actually how, the quality of how good
0: was. We'll but but that's actually current. relatively short for us, if we're yeah. being honest. Yeah, and guys, true. we want to welcome you to the episode. If you're brand new, uh, this is what we normally like to do.
1: Do we ever have a topic? Not really. We kind of just go through things and run it. Yeah, we're no 17 minute intros and 32 minute outros. So you know, get ready. <laughs> we're in for a ride. Uh,
2: this is your boy Matt. You can follow me on all social media at Matt underscore um Um... Specifically on Twitter, that's where I stay mostly.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, what's so I'm Mookie. Uh, Mookie 833. on most social medias in most places, except for a couple. Find me in these screets and I'll tell you the story about why I'm not that on some other social medias. <laughs> I'm drinking some hot tea right now because, you know, I don't know. It's just like, I don't really feel the greatest. And uh, tea is always a, a source of health. The tea report. The tea report. <laughs> <laughs> Not that kind of tea. It was like actual tea. It was, you know, some tea, with some ginger in You're it. Sipping the tea. Oh, oh. we're going to move right on because I don't think you know what that means, brother. <laughs> uh, mm. Let's start the week in review. My week was a, uh, it was a very hectic week. Your boy had to ass after knee surgery. Uh, so there's that. Uh, oh, you do have to have surgery? I do have to have surgery. Dang. Yeah. Um, what was the... Dang. Listen, it's a bunch of P words and C words and laterals and... and so so something what? Something in the patella is what wrong. Oh, your patella. Yeah. Something in the patella is wrong. What about meniscus? Uh, there's a minor fracture in there. You mean a rip? A minor tear? No, there's a, there's a fracture in the cartilage. Okay. So the, I don't know if there's actually wrong with meniscus. When they start the surgery, they'll see if is torn there. So what about MCL? I think I'm cool there but there's like ACL a, there's, I, I'm so far so kneecap. good kneecap oh your kneecaps all stays broken so you know. yeah, that's what that's what they're actually <laughs> going to take out like the patella is like the kneecap they're going to take it yeah. out and like smooth out because there's like a fracture there also it's causing the knee to click and do all sorts of nonsense so I'll be a be a new man maybe you won't fall downstairs now I'll probably still fall downstairs. But, you know.
2: Knee surgery doesn't help coordination. It
1: <laughs> does help balance, though. So, you know, once we get the balance thing down, we'll work on the coordination you later. You know
2: the, the
0: foot-eye perception?
1: <laughs> nah, doesn't exist. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. But uh,
0: other than that, had some dope news. Some I'm, family. Thinking, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm thinking of that moment in Brooklyn Nine-Nine when uh, Jake and Charles go for the task force with that one guy. And they're like, oh, he's the greatest guy ever. And then they realize... Oh, old boy jumped off a roof in a t- high speed chase and broke his, both his legs. So, we got a new guy coming in. And the new guy, I remember, yeah. it was somebody that he messed up his eye vision, has no depth perception. <laughs> so, he's walking <laughs> and he runs into the
1: cooler, like, Hey, I told you guys to move this out of my way!
0: And it was like two feet away.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, the family got hit with the extendo clip. So, we just got a new baby and a family. Bloodline is strong. Imagine they got hit with the extendo clip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man Yeah so we got a new addition to the family So that was dope to have that Um, Other than that I uh, made a mistake I was bored one day Turned on my computer and I played Skyrim Uh, It's been over I've put in a solid 100 hours this weekend I don't sleep. I don't know why I do this to myself. <laughs> but, like, from, I thought I just booted it up. I was like, "When's the last time I played Skyrim. I was like, oh, shoot, October of 2017. Where am I? What character am I? Oh, okay, cool, I got this. Six hours later, oh, I got to go to work. <laughs> I should <laughs> probably get some sleep. And oh, so, goodness. whatever free time I have is with playing got Skyrim. Uh, my week is, what did happen this
2: week? I don't know. It. I feel like something happened, but I'm not sure what.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, never mind. I can't yeah, you can't that. talk about that. <laughs> no, I can't. can't talk about that. No, no, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, 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 no. We already yeah. had one wild episode. This, How about this, this back half. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 Dragon energy, guys. Dragon energy. Just leave it at that. Sheesh.
2: <laughs> I don't... Uh, I mean, while It Out happened this week. Yep, yeah, there's that. I mean, that was cool. Uh, it was really funny. Uh, I still think the first time Chance was on there uh, is probably the funniest episode that I've, that I've seen. The Vic Mental one was really good. But in terms of, like, funny, I think the First Chance one is absolutely hilarious. Um, I do love like when Michael Blackson's on there Kevin Hart uh, Those guys are wild Those are, those are absolutely hey, look,
0: great episodes You just passed
2: <laughs> 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 I lost it uh, But uh, I just love So first of all, let's talk about Wild It Out for a second What it is and like what it's come from I absolutely love the idea of the show um, It's been tentatively around for what? The better part of like 15 years? probably that's
0: including their little hiatus yeah the hiatus or whatever
2: but for about 15 years it's been around and honestly it's just so funny seeing uh, all these big name people and some of like the smaller time comedians like coming together just like throwing punches in creative ways yeah and getting those punchlines yeah
1: and they've really done it's really done one thing I like that they did after the hiatus was the switch to really incorporate um, not just millennials but like the social media um, superstars, essentially, Tim mm-hmm. La Villagato, DC Young Fly, Reggie Cus, Reggie Cus, Emmanuel, and and Philip Hudson. Uh, then they started bringing battle rappers in. They mm-hmm. started bringing in uh, Conceited, Conceited Hitman, Hala. Hitman Hala. They brought in uh, Chico Bean, Chico Bean, who was again one of the YouTube guys. Yeah. They've even had episodes with uh, what is that boy's name? Uh, but that backflip though. Oh, King Bash? Yeah, King Bash yeah. on like a couple episodes. Yeah, yeah. So and then I think the show just—I think they 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 found not necessarily their niche, but like they they they're, grew, they're, they're like, they grew they're like into, running the industry. Yeah, that they point. grew into what it was always supposed to be, and then they just became the juggernaut of like this is what like. This is, like, essentially, I don't want to put it on that caliber, but, like, this is this generation's, like, version of funny. It's it's not quite sketch comedy. It's live. It's, Mm -hmm. like, it's a combination of, like, the top sketch comedies that we grew up with, Chappelle Show, um, Martin, all those good things, and then live comedy. So, like, Hitman is, like, no, Def Jam, Comedy Jam, Mm -hmm. combined with, like, Chappelle Show, and they do it live on stage, and it's just so good. In some of the most creative
2: ways, also, um, because this time around, so... Uh, what would have been two seasons ago was when Chance premiered on there, because I think they do it kind of like, kind of like, uh, fashion shows where it's just like a couple seasons within the year or whatever. Um, they premiered a new, sh- they premiered a new show or a new segment called Pick Up and Kill It, which is absolutely like a great segment Pick or up a great and idea. and Kill It and
0: Kill It and Kill It.
2: And this one, they, they had a couple of new ones that they introduced on this one. Uh... Because they've recorded in Atlanta. I don't know if you guys knew that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so they had a bunch of like universities there or like historically ba- black colleges and universities that were in attendance there at the show. Uh, and they did this one where uh, they both teams are and right the black squad. They had to do uh, a step routine. So if you know about black fraternities, <sighs> they are all about the steps.
0: Yeah.
2: And the best part is the black squad, because because Chance was kind of the black squad. You know who they had leading it? Carlos Miller? No, DC Young Fly. Oh,
0: no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no.
2: And there's just like all those like weird, those funny segments, those weird ways to incorporate not just the minds of the people that are there, but the environment, the community that they're a part of. It's just so interesting to watch. I absolutely love it. Um, it is my dream one day to be on Wild and Out. So if Nick Cannon or someone on Wild and Out happens to listen to this podcast, hit your boy up. I'll give you my email if I have to. But I
1: won't do <laughs> not, that. Not on my it. phone number, not my Instagram, <laughs> not my Twitter. My email. That's what we've come. I mean, we can connect through social
2: media, like I said, at Matt underscore Ogutu, or if someone knows someone that knows someone that knows someone that knows Nick Cannon, boy, hit your boy up. Hit your boy up. Um, either that or my wedding reception is going to be wild and out style. Listen,
1: you're really trying to end this wedding before <laughs> it ever begins. That's why she got to be ready, though. <laughs> <laughs> she has to be ready, though. I mean, this is one of the things. Like, if you know me,
2: uh, I am. Like, if you don't know me, I'm a bit reserved, but once you get to know me, it's. it's uh, slander is just never ending. Cuffs off, weights <laughs> coming off, Lee style. So yeah, uh, all that to say,
1: uh, I don't even know where I was going with that. Oh, all <laughs> I gotta say <laughs> is like I find it, I find it I find it like hilarious that he said the words weights coming off, and like I was drinking tea, so I couldn't say it, but like we all automatically thought about rock
0: <laughs> Thank you, Naruto, <Power laughs> for being so
1: legendary that the sentence weight's coming off, automatically just makes us think of broccoli. And so on that note, let's get into I, the well, show. actually, before we do that, like, I hate Last we do that, and this, and, this, and this is the I'm reason sure. why we, we're I'm always 17 at the
2: start. <laughs> nah, because you yeah. took over. Yeah, this is, yeah, we have a problem with that. This is why we have to you in intro, so thank you guys for bearing with us. We love you guys. Not unconditionally, but we love you. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm glad you made that (laughs) very
1: clear. Because I got some smoke. (laughs) You see me uh, in these streets, I got smoke for you. And we don't have Uh, answers now, but
2: I (laughs) saw something. Some people are really wild on Twitter. Someone is very adamant that Dragon Ball Z is hands down better than naruto
1: mm, haven't we had the succession on we have yeah we're not gonna do this again
2: i know i right. just wanted to put that out there like if you guys have
1: hands down better hands down wait which dragon ball z like as a series total like I, overall so
2: so they had dragon ball z but they were talking of it in the sense of the franchise
1: oh no that's debatable that's that's very debatable. I just, ah, man. See, the I problem is like we this is gonna be its own show, and if we yeah, this is gonna yeah. Into its own show. yeah, this
2: yeah. I'm sorry, I brought this up. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we are about to just throw out the entire <laughs> rundown, Every, everything we prepared out the entire plan is done. Is I was the, like, listen, I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> tell you something. Let me tell you something. Oh, man. Yeah, sorry, brother. Anyway. If, if you if you guys have thoughts on that, tweet at me at Matt of on YouTube.
0: Well, my week has been a bit of a a crazy week. Uh, I've been coaching soccer every night this week. Got like three and a half hour long practices, almost four, to the point that I'm just like, ugh. But, you know, high schoolers, you got to. So, actually, this is something kind of interesting and funny that high school, you know, high schooler boys, kind of have the way of doing things and trying to be funny, weird, whatever. So there's this moment. So, uh, Matt, you you remember Coach Korth. You know Mm -hmm. Coach Korth because he coached both of us in high school. So, um, guys, I'm lucky enough to coach with my high school coach. He's an awesome guy. Uh, so, um, I'm coaching with him at, at this school, but anyway, so we were doing some conditioning in a gym cause it was raining too much one day. So, um, you know how he, every once in a while, he either have you grab a partner or split you into two groups and it's always in ways when you condition. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he'd be like, all right, I'm going to tell the first group what to do. They do it. And then second group you go. So it'll be like, since we were in a gym, he's like, all right, first group run, um, do suicides to ha- to free throw line back um, half back and then the next group goes and then he'll kind of mix it up alright mix and match so all of a sudden he tells them hey I need you guys to sit Indian style oh wait sorry I need to be a little more per- politically correct uh, Indian style or crisscross <laughs> crisscross yeah that's it crisscross so the kids sit crisscross applesauce and then he goes to half line and back alright Go. The kids didn't think to get up and run. You know what they did? They were all sitting crowd and they were like And he's like the greatest things It was one of the greatest things I had
1: seen all week. (laughs) I don't even I I
2: how?
0: <laughs> what is, uh, is, is there something in the water that side of town? I don't know. <coughs> so of course like the group that's watching, we're like, and the rest of us like are all cracking up and all the kids, I'm like, y'all are idiots. <laughs> y'all need some help.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's get into
0: the show. <laughs> <I'm done
1: here>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done, fam. I don't...
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the slowest suicide I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I'm done, yo. I don't.
2: <laughs> and that's when <what> you <laughs> might have well just kind of just roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh All right, uh, um, before we uh, really get started here, uh, we just want to go ahead uh, and take a moment of silence for... Uh, some passings that happened this week, uh, people that have been very influential for the communities that they've been a part of, uh, and even, like, f- reaching people that aren't immediately a part of their community. Uh, so, I mean, there have been a couple of them this week. Uh, Kofi Annan, who was um, a leader and influencer in Ghana, correct?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. And he was the Secretary General at the UN.
2: Mm-hmm. And there's also Aretha Franklin.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And also a little more... I don't want to say a little more, but a Locals bit more... Home
0: for us in terms of... What,
2: well, yeah. Uh, in or terms of content. In, yeah, in terms of content and like what you guys hear us talk about, uh, Ishizuka Unshu. Unshao Unshu.
0: Unshu. I'm going to say Unshu.
2: Yeah. Uh, he voiced a bunch of... Uh, Anime characters that we've connected with over the years, Um, probably most notably uh, the Japanese versions of uh, Zabuza, Zabuza, Professor Oak, Oak, um, Mr. Satan Mm -hmm. from the Dragon Ball series, um, and just other key animes that have been a part of all of our childhoods at some point. So we just want to go and take a moment and uh, send our regards to their loved ones.
1: Okay, um, back to your regularly scheduled shenanigans, like the pure nonsense that we usually do. Is it, um, is it okay? Is it too soon to say about what
2: I saw on Twitter? No, regarding it's you? not too soon. Go okay, um, so on Twitter, after so probably like whatever happens, like especially when someone passes in the United States, it's usually. Uh, I feel I want to say obligatory for the then acting president to say something in regards to the passing of that person. And so they did. And then also, uh, homeboy Barry, I say that because that's what we refer to him now that he's not the president anymore. Yeah, Rich Homie Barry. Rich Homie Barry, or my dude Barry. Yeah. Whatever you want to refer to him as. It's just Barry, not Barack Barry. Uh, he also tweeted about it. And someone took it. And this isn't meant to be political. This is just because I died laughing while, like, I was at work and I was scrolling through it and I just died laughing. Uh, someone took the screenshot of the two tweets, threw them up, and it said, What's the difference? So someone quoted that and they said, Seasoning.
1: Oh. <laughs> 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 uh a violation (laughs) that's that's a capital offense
2: (laughs) (laughs) again this isn't meant to be like political or anything Uh, I I just died laughing (laughs) and I was just like y'all can't do that it's only been 48 hours y'all
1: can't Oh, fire. Oh, man, you know what? That's my master show, guys. We don't need to talk about anything else. It's been a good day. (laughs) (laughs) As-salamu alaykum. I'm out of here. Oh
2: man! Oh, this
1: man. is why Twitter is the simple, simply <laughs> the greatest place on the internet. Like the, the internet does a lot of horrible things, but this is this is just beautiful. <laughs> thank God for Twitter. Oh man! But like uh, we can actually begin our show now. <laughs> Thirty-two okay. minutes into the intro, oh, we can right. begin our show oh, now. God.
0: All right, guys. Uh, First thing on the docket, this has been a topic of discussion for a long time, and let's be honest, some of this movie might have tripped some of us up. I know Mookie here was tripped up once. Uh, he might have thrown a water bottle or an apple at some point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I might have lost my, my mind I, one day. We can't just glaze
2: over that. Because <laughs> that was so funny when I heard that the first time. I was just like, what? <laughs>
0: Let's let's give a little context here before we get into that story. We're talking about the movie Inception. Um, We will get to what uh, the debate was recently and what article came out. But Mookie, concerning this movie Inception, enlightened the fans as to this
1: glorious story. I don't even remember (laughs) the full story. All I remember was I remember seeing the movie Inception uh, and I was like seriously tripping, like severely tripping. I'm like, I don't know what's real or what's not real anymore. And I think I was, I don't remember the full story. I think I was sleeping, and I woke up, and I couldn't decide if I was in reality or if I was still dreaming. So I grabbed the closest thing next to me, which was a water bottle, and I threw it in an apple just to make sure, like, (laughs) just to make sure, like, things happen normally. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I went back to bed.
0: (laughs) Oh, gosh.
2: that's not my first thought when I'm waking up it's just like yo like I woke
1: up and I was like oh wait I'm up or am I and I'm just like what can I do (laughs) and in the movie like things in the real world work a certain way and things in in the dream world work a certain way so like one of the scenes in question is like you spin this top if it continues to spin you're in yeah, a dream. Yeah. If it falls over eventually, yeah. You're each in person has that that totem Yeah, every every person five. has a totem. So I'm like, I'm in bed. I wake up. I see an apple. I'm just like, if I knock that if I knock that apple over, I'm in reality. <laughs> so I just like reach for whatever is close to me. I grab a water bottle and I just chuck it. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like an empty water bottle either. It's a full blown. There's like water in there. So There's water everywhere. The apples on the floor. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm gonna make the bed now. <laughs> The fact
2: you woke up just to do that. Oh my gosh. Uh, Anyway, so like we're saying, uh, the scene in question, the one that has everyone talking about it for literally eight years,
0: uh, because it came out what? 2012 or 2010? Somewhere in there. It's in between when he was doing the Batman series. I think it's in between uh, when Christopher Nolan was doing uh, between Begins and... Is it between two and three? Uh, it's right? between two and three. Okay. Right. It's either between two and three or one and two. So, either way. But
2: for years, people have been debating the, the ending scene of Inception, uh, whether, it's, whether or not he's in reality or if he is still in that dream state. Um, people were talking about how the totem of the spinning top was actually his wife's and that it wouldn't work properly for him, but his ring was his totem or whatever. Um, but who's it? Michael Caine? Yeah. Yes. Uh, actually, inter- interview, quote unquote, ended the debate for us. Yes.
0: I, I I think that take like while it's good to get the answer, it takes away from the mystique and the the, the of of that movie.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, stop no, that. That's It's been, been years.
0: It. It's, it's been, been years. I've
1: Here's my thing. I always it, I always thought it was reality. But like. It starts to slow down and begins to teeter and then fades to black and I'm like no 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 what is the answer I because mean, either way it's a good ending mm-hmm. if he's in reality then that reality is what he that's what uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character um, Dom. that yeah Dom essentially wanted. That's that's how he wanted his life to end. So it's still a good ending if he's in the dream state. But if he's in reality, it's an even better ending. But like I need to, this whole nonsense. And well, you just like, oh, it, well, could, it could go either way. No, stop and for it. those of you that, I'm not, I'm not saying that it could go either way. But that's been the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Is like people have been literally there. are entire forums on Reddit. Oh yeah, for both
2: thousands sides. of them. But uh, what was interesting was Michael Kane, who played the grandfather. Uh, or lead Cap, uh, the grandfather of his kids, yeah. of DiCaprio's kids in the yeah. movie, uh, didn't talk about the spinning top or like the totem or anything. He, he talked, talked about, about specifically himself and his roles in the movie because when he was first given the script, he was confused, probably a lot more so than we were about what I was actually reality. Script and be like, wait,
1: what?
2: <laughs> yeah, about what's reality and what is actually just being in uh, that dream state. And essentially boiled down to one thing: if he is in a scene, it's reality. it's reality.
0: Which at that point, it's kind of funny because then they've been giving us the clue all along, and we just never figured and it out. And that's the thing:
1: it's like that's. I think that's why. I think that's why some people are like a little bit upset that like the mystique is ruined because it's like people have been trying to figure out ways, and we've all been so focused around totems and spinning tops and rings, and ca- but we never thought a character was the anchor to the real world or reality we just kind of just assumed it was part of the story i'm not again i'm not going to go dip diving into the the, the the depths of these forums i'm sure oh, no, no i'm sure no, no, someone no. somewhere probably proposed it as, as a as a reasoning behind it mm-hmm. but just to have a final answer i actually really really like that that's what is the determining factor yeah it yeah. actually for me personally now that i think about or at least it, an identifier yeah yeah it's an identifier I think it's a. Uh, it actually enhances the movie for me. Like when I read this article and I think about it, I was like, "Yo, that's really that, that's like a really interesting thing." Because if you think about it, there's a lot of scenes that he isn't in. So, yes. how much more of the movie is the dream state? Yes. Then and this becomes a whole different discussion because if he's in it, it's reality. If he's not in it, then it's a dream state. There's a lot of scenes in the movie where he's not in it. Yeah. So. You know, it becomes a little muddier. It be, yeah, it becomes again the. I don't think it takes away from anything for no, me. It no. just, it kind of just enhanced the movie, but in a different way. Um, so I'm actually excited to rewatch the movie. Um, are you guys excited to rewatch the movie? Yeah, oh, probably will. I, I enjoyed it to begin with, anyways. Like
0: it <laughs> was a movie that was like, oh, this is it's such a different concept.
2: Yeah, to be honest, I I mean, within the first uh, two or three years after it came out, I rewatched it several times. Several times, but. Time. but I, Honestly, I mean, I may go back and rewatch it once. Actually, I, just, I, I think
0: I have it on DVD.
2: Yeah. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a I mean, usually if I'm a movie, I'm going straight to Your Name, which is a great movie, by the way. If you've never seen it,
1: yeah, we're just gonna skip right past that.
2: It's a great movie, critically acclaimed,
1: awards. Shout out to the homie. <laughs> Shout out to the homie late. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Hmm. <laughs> Every time. Okay, so
2: if you don't know your the movie Your Name, or uh, the Japanese name is Kimi no Nawa, yeah. uh, it's essentially about two people switching places, um, and they live in two separate parts of Japan, essentially. So the guy lives in Tokyo, but then this girl uh, lives in Itomori, which is like this country, like uh, small village, like in essentially the boonies is what they equate it to. Uh, and it's like their journey to find each other or whatever. And every time we watch it, Lath, our friend Lath, you can find him on Instagram at Lath (laughs) L-A-I-T-H-B-A-N-Y. He gets up and like, he'll like start to cry towards the end of the movie because it is a pretty, uh, emotional movie. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, and he'll start... He'll, he'll kind of like tears in his eyes. He'll, he'll get up from the couch, and he's like, I have to go find
1: my soulmate. Like, <laughs> running up the <laughs> stairs. God, she's waiting for me at the bus stop. I <laughs> got go. And she's waiting for me. I saw her three... <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can't say that.
1: Oh, man. Oh, man. But if there's any other movies that, you know, had, uh, like Inception, that have had, like, you know, just... An effect on you or much like my uh your name, uh tweet at us or let us know at Moogate33 at underscore voodoo at yeah. Rafiki30 Black, Black Rafiki 30 Black Rafiki 30 or at E Man Podcast and let us know. Speaking of controversy, I've been watching a lot of controversy stuff, trying to figure out different stuff. Um two things
0: that are relative to what we talk about is who is Red X the new red x obviously mm-hmm. from t titans og titans yep. yes and is dobby related to
1: chuck mm mhm yeah that's also one um in the comic book world people are saying batman is getting a little too violent cuz he put his whole foot through uh red hood's face <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, i was dying <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yo, Batman answering to start violating like, it's like he's Midorian now, just jumping through people's faces with his foot. I'm like, oh, no. I mean, if you haven't read it, it was actually like the cover image of the, um, it's, uh, I think it's Batman and the Outsiders. Right-hood kind of violated a little bit and Batman regulated. Everyone who says, Batman's not a superhero. Yo, get kicked in the face real quick. See if he's not a superhero then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> straight up.
2: Is that the determining factor? I have to get kicked in the face to determine that <laughs> he's a superhero. I'm telling <laughs> you. Man, I'm, I'm a solid pass. I'm okay to <laughs> not find out if he's a superhero or not. Not uh, gonna
1: lie. But <laughs> moving on from, like, getting kicked in the forehead, what else um, do we have on the topic?
2: Um, sticking with controversy. So, as we know, a few weeks back, James Gunn was fired yeah. from doing Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah. Well, within the recent weeks, they had a, had a meeting to see if they would reinstate him. Like, what's
1: going on? They are not reinstating him. Yeah, no, Marvel, Disney, so both entities, because, like, yes, Marvel is owned by Disney, but the directors at the Marvel Studios met with the heads of the Disney um, Corporation. They met with James Gunn, and they decided James Gunn will not be reinstated as director for... Guardians 3. Um, I'm a little bit... A, I understand it from both perspectives. I understand it from the business perspective like they're trying to protect their brand. I understand it from the movie perspective and that, okay, they're keeping the script the same, which is, you know, what a lot of the actors said they wanted. But I am also, like... Nest, I'm, I'm I'm sad that we won't like the vision doesn't fully get realized mm-hmm. because the new director whoever they may be however great they may be is going to have their influence on um, the script the acting the whatever however however it plays out um, and some people say Guardians 2 wasn't as good as Guardians 1 if you ask me it was really good. Guardians 2 was a better story it just wasn't as funny because they you know they went for more they went for more heartfelt moments they went for some character more, development they went for more character development which really played well in the Avengers movie yeah you oh. needed that to have what you got in the Avengers movie. yeah exactly you needed the heart wrenching you needed the more severe uh consequences that happened in guardians 2 although it wasn't as funny and expectations were in my opinion way too high because guardians 1 had zero expectations people didn't even know the guardians was Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden they catapulted to being like the number one movie in america the quote-unquote funniest superhero movie of all time which if you've ever seen um the original doctor strange (laughs) <laughs> that's mm. terrible <laughs> that movie is, that's funny
0: for a different that's for funny
1: for a different reason that's really um but yeah James I Gunn you know how
0: hard it is to finish that movie oh my god
1: like don't even don't even yeah what we're not gonna, starting we're that. not starting that yeah. problem man but anyway James Gunn has now been um so he's been he's done with that franchise and um some actors are saying okay hey, you know at least they're keeping the script we'll finish the movie um we haven't had but that but some are bowing out after this some are okay. bowing out after this I know Batista is uh said uh, if, game, if gun does not get ins- reinstated, he is out. So uh, this is the final time we will be getting Dave Batista as our favorite, like,
2: nonchalant... <laughs> if I move really slowly, they can't, can't see me.
1: Like perfectly <laughs> invisible, uh, but yeah. So Rex is gonna be out. Uh, not Drax. 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 My bad. Drax is gonna be out. I also reloaded Mass Effect in my computer. So <laughs> it's problem problems everywhere yeah, in my life right now. Everywhere. Uh, let's keep moving. You know who had a really good day?
2: Please enlighten me. Um. So we all have those keepsakes. Yeah. That we keep around the house. Yeah. For nostalgia reasons. yep No particular reason. We don't ever use them. Use them. No. But we have them. Yes, we do. Someone cashed in on those keepsakes this past week. <laughs> or very recently. Literally, one card away from 2,000 original Pokemon trading cards. That's fire. Original. I'm pretty sure most of them were, like, unopened or in, like, extreme in condition. Do you know how much they got for them? How
1: much? 56,000. Jesus. For Pokemon cards? Pokemon cards. What was the highest selling one? I have no idea. I just know that we missed out. (laughs) All I got to say is, Mom, Dad, you're violated. You should let me keep buying these Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh cards. We could have been cashing out right now. I'm kidding. No.
2: uh, Speaking of cashing out, uh, y'all remember Travis earlier this week saying he would send money to people. Yeah. yeah. I
1: created a cash app just for that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I was like I use Venmo and I've been using Venmo less and less because everyone I send money to has an iPhone so I just text them money like I texted this guy money I was like yo I'm about to buy these packs <laughs> and then the game was like nah cause chill out it wouldn't let me buy so I was like yo text me my money back it's like, like hey, text, my money back. It'll text me my money you back he literally did that yeah but uh, I downloaded a cash app and like did it multiple times but he set out I had a K like, it all started for some one random dude who was like, yo, bless your boy, and then, like, quoted a tweet, uh, and, like, quoted a Travis uh, Scott lyric, and Travis was like, all right, sent him 10 bucks. <laughs> 10 bucks! And then, all of a sudden, he was like, you know what, I'm a, I, I like this feeling. So, he put $10,000, $100,000 in his Cash App account and was like, um, tweet me your favorite lyric hashtag Astroworld, and I'll send you some money. Some people got 10, some people got 50, somebody got 100, and they thought they won a the lottery. <laughs> Someone got 1,000. Yeah. Yo, I didn't even see that, that one. Yeah,
2: it was so funny because apparently in all the hype, he's like, can I live off of this? Like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, my dog. you are. Yo, him. my guy. I mean, you are in for a rude awakening. <laughs> yo, my guy.
1: But uh, shout out to Travis Scott uh, doing big things. He's getting ready to go on tour, Astroworld tour. He will actually also be headlining Post Malone's Festival, Posty Fest, in Houston, Texas. Ooh. So not only is he highlighting that, he's going to be headlining Astroworld Fest in Houston, Texas, on September, 20, uh, September 21st, I think. So I will not officially, I'm not going to be able to go to that one, but um, I'll probably try and go to the Houston show next time he does it. Um, but either way. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, kind of not
2: jumping chip ship here. We're switching planks. Yeah. Going over to something uh, a little bit on topic. But we've talked about it before. So, the My Hero Academia movie is coming out. And it they looks actually, amazing. yeah, they just released the dubbed trailer, or another trailer, the dubbed version,
1: yeah. this past week. And the movie looks really yeah. good. Let's talk about how like My Hero is just basically infiltrating. All of social media and just taking over the world. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> okay, Oh on, no, we need to see this up for a second. Okay, so
2: <laughs> I forget what I was doing, but I was minding my own business. I was, I was, I think I was working on something. And so then I, I turn off notifications for Instagram and Twitter for very good reasons uh, because sometimes it just, you find yourself like scrolling, it's just time consuming. So I just turn it off, so sometimes I'm just not bothered by it. So I open up uh, Twitter, and I see I have a message from my homie Chance, not, yeah. not spicy chicken flavor that we have on here. A uh, different Chance. A different Chance. So shout out to you. Uh, chance Chamberlain. I think that's his name. Chance Chamberlain. Chauncey. I think that's what he goes by. Like C-H-V-N-C-Y okay. on Instagram, Twitter. So follow him. Uh, he sends me this video, <laughs> and I don't know the social media star's name. But he is dressed up as Deku mm-hmm. in his season one hero outfit. And he's essentially just going off on all the people talking trash on Deku and My Hero Academia. And he is clapping back like he is
1: tired of people yeah. trashing his good name. Listen, I've never seen someone slander the, the entire Internet in cosplay and like. Gained so much respect for that Because usually If you're in college playing You're on the internet you getting slandered But the clapbacks Were <laughs> some <beer. laughs> Listen Don't Listen King Bats could've got it Nick Cannon could've got it and 2 chains could've got it Whoever Came against Deku At that point Was getting slandered No so My favorite one Was like Y'all out here Wearing the one Supreme shirt <laughs> Six out of seven days a week Y'all out here Smoking, y'all smoking men, paying 24 grams on oh, <laughs> diet. He was like, and ladies, you out here talking about me dressed as an anime character. Lady, you got to spend time. The neck, <laughs> the, 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 the blending blend is the, off, one, ladies. It's, the a is, <laughs> it's a different color of your neck. <laughs> I have never seen so much slander come out of character. <laughs> so, literally, I was sitting in a parking lot dying, <laughs> dying. I'm at home. I literally start howling. And my cousin runs upstairs like, yo, are you OK? And I'm like, yeah, watch this video. Fell on the floor. Fell on the actual floor. He doesn't even watch anime. He just fell on the floor. The best part is the
2: ending where he's like, and if y'all still want that smoke, you can catch his Detroit smash. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
1: man. God bless the internet. Uh, But no, my hero. Becoming this cultural phenomenon um, at a time where anime is... is, uh, Booming. Booming and just so widely accepted. I don't know if we've actually had this topic. I think we might have talked around it. Yeah. But um this might be a preview for a future show. Can my hero surpass both Naruto and Yeah, we U-Z have I think we have talked specifically as about the greatest this. anime of all time? i mean, it's not their game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very long I way think, to go. And this movie is a big part of that.
2: Yeah. So sixties of the movie. Uh, (laughs) We're calling it right now, for those of you that are community- I'm actually recently
0: re-watching that.
2: Yeah. Uh, We did have this discussion, Semi, uh, specifically about this. So we have talked around it, but then we have talked specifically, too. It's not at length, but we have talked about it. For those of you that just strictly watch it, you can see the track record. You can see the progression. uh, And it is really- in capturing whether you're watching it subbed, whether you're watching dubbed because the dubbed voices aren't that bad I they're know so people, good I, I, know, I know that people I'm are always amazing. slandering dubbed
1: versus sub but, but if the subbed is really good yeah actually. they've got some very the notable dubs, I mean, my bad. the yeah. dubs are are solid I and mean, I think that just speaks to just dubs getting general better general across the thing yeah honestly like and I honestly
2: for like dub, I love listening to Aizawa yeah. like in dubbed it's just so funny uh, but if you're watching it, you're seeing this and you're recognizing, oh, this is a really good show. You can see the animated moments. Uh, you can hear the music, the soundtrack that fits so well for all of those moments that just adds to the contextual gravity of it. If you're reading it, you already know all that <laughs> up, until, up until this point. Where they're at in the manga, oh my I'm telling you, this is really gonna,
0: this is gonna be
2: the anime
0: where, where the, the manga head. where the manga is, is I think is about season five territory mm-hmm. it's about season 5 territory so like guys like it's gonna be a little bit of time you gotta wait a couple of years for the stuff to get animated but if you can read, please read because it's it is absolutely incredible. also recently they actually um, I think I talked about this last week. Um, chapter one thirty no one ninety three point five actually gives you uh, like a mini dialogue slash script of the movie, mm-hmm. so you understand the context of the movie, which actually is genius on their part. Yeah, like you. So at that point, you know, like you have an idea of what's coming. You don't know necessarily the battles or whatever, but you know what's coming, or at least what they're gonna do. And it's yeah.
2: And the crazy thing is, for My Hero Academia, they're only just over 50 episodes into the series.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And they're, they're already making so many strides that it's really identifying with people. Uh, I remember I was going through Instagram, and there's this photographer that I follow. He's huge in anime. And he his avi, uh, or his little profile picture, is actually Endeavor from the sports festival saying, SHOTO! Yeah, Uh One of the best and funniest moments of the season. Uh, but he was... Uh, he had recently put out a polls like top 10 anime and like I think at number 4 he had My Hero Academia um, at least favorites of all time as of right now and just ask these questions like what are your favorite moments and just seeing all these people that going through the comments that identify with My Hero Academia I believe if it's following the trend of the writers continue what they're doing with the pacing with the character development and not focusing solely on Deku but having that Gotham approach where Everything around it is just as vital and has a piece of the story to fit into. Oh, then hands down, it's gonna be the best. Yeah,
1: well, I, I haven't read ahead, but I think I'm going to start like reading ahead because last episode, um, not the episode that came out today because they usually come out Saturday, yeah, the episode that came out last Saturday, there was something interesting that I noticed. It's like, oh, wait, Deku is like not only becoming like that dude but like everyone around him is beginning to recognize mm-hmm. it and then there's a fan there's a point where bakugo in his own way acknowledges deku but he's kind of been doing this whole time but then deku oh. realized it and i'm like Oh, this is a huge! This is a huge turning point for the show, and I'm like, I I feel like I know what's gonna happen, but I'm not gonna say anything I, uh, else. I'm gonna read it because uh, yeah. I feel like I know what's gonna happen.
2: I'm, all I'm gonna say is I'm, I don't want to give anything away to that. Just wait
1: for the end of the season. Oh, bro, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna start reading today. <laughs> I'm starting reading today.
2: But anyways, uh, back spoiled. yeah, back to the movie. The movie is supposed to be slated just after season two. Uh, just right. going on Well, season three's going there's, on right now. Season going on right now. Yeah. Uh, so before they go to sports camp, and it, it looks so good, looks so good. Kind of going back to the roots of Deku, like being quirkless, and then before getting the quirk, and just, I already know if we're gonna feel it. But seeing in the trailer, everyone just be like, "Go, Deku! Like just beat this dude." I'm just so ready for that. So ready for that. Ready for the smoke. They don't want no smoke. <laughs> uh, it's supposed to be in theater September 25th through October 2nd. Tickets are actually going on sale August 24th.
1: Yeah, gotta cop that. They're going to be in select theaters. Gotta cop that. I think AMC is going to be one of those. Yep. Definitely. I, I hope they have it in the AMC Dolby Digital where they have like the black 4K projectors because I'm going to go see it. Oh, yeah. We're definitely going to go see that.
2: Tweet us if you're going to go see the My Hero Academia 2 Heroes movie uh, at Enan Podcast.
1: Cool. Now let's switch to, uh, is it time for sports talk? Spot, sports talk. Sports ball 2019 coming right at you from the Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Sports ball 2019. Uh, Random. Um,
0: I was watching some old vines just because vine was. Rip vine? Yes. Uh, so actually, uh, one, uh, w- one of them was like, you know how like some of those people had like. When you go to stores, sometimes their their neon sign can be flashing. And so it was Target. The T was flashing. So the guy was like, welcome to Target. What's so funny?
1: That's hilarious. I'm weird. Yeah. But uh, um, so Sportsbot 2019, EA Sports uh, Director um, was getting interviewed on IGN Unfiltered. Um IGN filtered is a really, really, really great show. It's actually hosted by one of my favorite IGN personalities, Ryan McCaffrey. It's a monthly show. They bring in developers. Um, they've had um, Shuhei Yoshida. They've had Phil, um, Rich Homie Phil, president of Xbox. They've had Casey Hudson on there, I believe. They've had all these huge head of studios in there um, to talk about what their history and their development. But recently, they had... Um, the head of uh, EA Sports over there, and he talked about basically the entire portfolio of EA Sports transitioning over to the Frostbite engine. If you don't know, the Frostbite engine is EA's in-house engine. And for the last two decades, it's kind of been hailed as one of the best engines for shooters because the the thing about the Frostbite engine is not only is it realistic, it allows for things like volumetric lighting, god rays, environmental destruction. That's why Battlefield is one of the best games um, out there, it may not be one of the most popular, but it's hailed as one of the best games constantly because of that engine. Um, the benefit of that being transitioned over to sports games is you can have bigger arenas, more realistic physics. More, they had a demo of, uh, and this is I saw this a while ago. This is when they they basically rebuilt the Frostbite engine, and they, one of the vertical slices they did is they had a droplet of water floating in air and then they shot a bullet through it at slow motion and you could see the the water bubble essentially explode and you could see individual particles coming apart. That's that's like the power of the frostbite engine maxed out. So the benefit of that being applied to sports games, more realistic lighting, more realistic <laughs> physics, um character character interaction. Um, we've seen the effect in FIFA because yeah. FIFA 17 was the first game to transition over.
2: Yeah, and that was the start of the journey. One of the newest uh, modes to like take FIFA yeah. by
1: storm. Essentially. Yeah, exactly. And it blew up not only because of like the amazing writing, but like you felt not you felt the connection to Alex Ryder. Yeah, Hunter. Alex Hunter. Alex Hunter because he like he wasn't just like another like character. He felt. real, he had weight to him, there was emotion if he, uh, like the way his story played out was um, realistic Mm -hmm. but like you got to play with him in a way that felt realistic, he felt like an actual character, um too many bumps and bruises in the game his like stamina begins to wear down if you run the entire map like it might take Some time to him. I remember like what he would take some more time to recover right if you kept running with him mm-hmm. the entire game so you had to like really like think about how you're playing with these characters I Think this is a benefit for EA sports. Obviously, um, Madden is gonna take advantage of that. I don't play Madden, um, but I'm excited for NBA live because with the Frostbite engine, the characters already look amazing. If you check search YouTube, you'll see the character comparisons between 2K and NBA Live. And a lot of people are already saying NBA Live looks better. Um, they'll also have a better storyline. They'll also there. have a way better storyline. Because if I ever have to see that B-Rabbit girl again from 2K, honestly, 2K needs to catch some flack for that. That Chinese chick... Who was in the house drinking Mountain Dew and eating all the cereal all the time? and talked like she was literally a rapper was the most annoying thing. And you couldn't skip the cutscenes. What kind of game? Let me stop. Um, that's why I don't. You yeah. had ninety seconds last time. I had ninety <laughs> seconds last time. Anyway, yeah. Uh, story writing, we know EA can do. Um, character interaction, we know they can do. I mean, the physics of them like colliding—it looks better already. They've already done something that NBA 2K has not done. is just integrate the WNBA. Um, So you can actually create your character, um, and then it can be male or female, and they can continue their journey through whichever league you choose to go through. They haven't created an Alex Hunter-style story mode yet. It's still just you create a player and continue. My thing is I want NBA Live to progress. We were having a discussion a little bit. NBA Live has a trash ultimate team mode. It's really, really bad. And that's the one thing 2K has really going for them is their ultimate, their, essentially, their fantasy team mode is really good. Like, my team is really good, which is why I kind of want to play 2K, especially because Travis Scott is executive producing the soundtrack, but I refuse to condone rubbish and nonsense going on in any industry. Why, why, do, you, why do you think Live Ultimate Team hasn't gotten to that level of, of, of Madden Ultimate Team, of FIFA Ultimate Team? Because we were talking earlier, KSI built his entire career on YouTube off FIFA Ultimate Team. Chris Smoove was doing Ultimate Team when he was blowing up with Call of Duty and NBA. My team, that's what he... Say he played FIFA Ultimate Team and he played... uh, I I think... my team on 2K.
0: While... Think about it. Nobody... While they may have that feature, but is anybody really going to gravitate towards live when their gameplay has been so... Garbage, like you. The, the, but that's,
1: <laughs> yeah, I get it. But that's how you pull people over. Is you fix the gameplay, which it looks like they're which, on their way to doing. Yeah. But then you give them ultimate. You give them alternate modes to play. Right now, they're focusing on the one journey. The one journey, if you don't know, is lies essentially create a player mode you can play street ball or you can play league ball and you can progress either way league ball is usually online you can play against each other and then you can build teams that way or you could just play the quote-unquote single player mode where you just play nba games and you go through the league get traded and do all those other things but like a lot of people like the fantasy power trip that comes with ultimate team and so like i don't understand why they're not catering to that just again walk over next door you guys work in the same building or upstairs or downstairs wherever the guys are be like yo what are you doing for FIFA ultimate team how have you figured this out what are you doing for minimal ultimate team how have you figure this out take the mechanics i care i care more about the mechanics i think the gameplay will come i don't i don't doubt that the gameplay will come as the game pro- progresses but the mechanics of all, of live ultimate team just don't work well like especially with like legendary players cuz i've seen fifa do legendary mm. and team of the week players and and olympics even and then and then world cups and you yeah. can get you can get world cup ronaldo and the stats are different and and better than regular Ronaldo. Yeah, like and there's classic on, Ronaldo, There's classic the, Ronaldinho. On the rise and stuff like that. On like, the rise. With like
2: live stats and stuff
1: like that. Yeah, and those cards you keep forever, right? Mm-hmm. I don't like I don't you could I got like legendary Larry Bird, but I can only have him for a week and I'm like, this is stupid. Why would you Well that's that's well, sort of
0: that aspect sort of similar to like on loan players. So, yeah, but it wasn't but yeah, even there's like a, a difference. Yeah, but whereas
2: like, I, what we were talking about was live it wasn't like And I don't even know, typically, does
1: basketball do, like, on loan?
2: They don't do, like, low. No, it's is like, like, oh, you go to that team for a little bit, then you're coming back to us.
1: Yeah, but, like, the the closest thing to that in basketball right now is a two-way contract Mm -hmm. where you play for the G League team. You play for their G League team, and then you play for the professional team, and they can call you up and send you down whenever their need arises. Um, But, like, a loan is not, like, a feature in, in basketball. So I don't understand why they would give you... A legendary player like Larry Bird that can literally change the composition of your entire team, but then you can only use them for five games. I'm like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of.
2: Yeah, and yeah, that is a bit peculiar considering that there isn't anything like that within basketball itself. Like for FIFA, it makes sense because players go on loan all the time. Yeah, I mean, for for, for a season like Barcelona, because that's my favorite soccer team for those who don't know. Uh, one of their forwards, Munir, they put him on loan at uh, some other Spanish team. And he's now back this season. Like, that makes sense. So if I have Ronaldo for seven games, I'm cool with that. It makes sense for basketball. I don't it know, doesn't listen, make sense, you know, yeah. So I'm like, what? Like, unless it's just like a way to still try to like bait people and entice them. It's just like you can get this. But only for so long, unless there is like an actual version of Larry Bird you can have just to have.
1: Yeah. And again, I never I I didn't get too invested in the mode. And this was two years ago. So who knows what they did with the game last year? Um, Because I honestly just played. I played the the one just to see what it was because it was a new feature. And I'm like, okay, EA is making progress here. But, you know, they've got a long way to go. So I'm excited for NBA Live 19. Um, if you guys, uh, I mean, I know a lot of people will stick with two K, and that's fine. Um, do what you will with your money, but I'm done with it um, until they make some significant progress,es and then we'll see. But uh, what sports games are you guys going to be playing? I know a lot of people already picked up Madden. I know a lot of people are not picking up Madden um, for you know yeah. being slanderous. We, we
2: already talked. And about we already that. talked about that, so I uh, don't know. And I believe this is going to be <clears throat> the start of the fall for PES. The fall. The fall. Really? Yep. Because there remember been strides. They've uh, really been on the come up. But I think that might be done considering they no longer have exclusive rights to teams or Champions League. Oh yeah, that's, that's right. right.
1: They've lost that. Because that was the
2: one thing that probably kept them going, is they actually had Champions League, they can put the promo, they can title it. And Barcelona was on the front cover of Pest for Forever. For the past couple of years. Um they used to be, like, because Messi was on FIFA cover for, like, three years straight or whatever, like, they went to PES. There's no longer those rights. So everything's open access to, e- to FIFA. And FIFA's already, in other terms, been the better game
0: anyways. True. However, I think you go outside of the U.S., it looks a little different. I think those numbers are a bit closer uh, but however, it's still FIFA. But FIFA still reigns. Like, I mean, yeah. So still-
2: what, what, what potential thing, what's the it factor that PES have that FIFA does now keep people going back to it, asides from legacy players
1: who from, yeah. have
2: just grown up playing it?
1: From what I've heard from PES players is mechanically they don't like FIFA's mechanics as much as they do Pez mechanics. Um, because I know those two games are different mechanically, particularly in um, penalty shooting and free kicks. The way they, I, from what I understand, is they, they they enjoy the mechanics of Pez a little bit better than they do the mechanics of FIFA. But again, that FIFA just gets better, which it seems to like. FIFA, much like NBA, um, MLB. Sorry, just without any real quote-unquote competition seems to make progress. MLB literally has zero competition. They're the only baseball game, they're the only simulation baseball game We're not talking about backyard baseball? (laughs) We're not talking about RBI? We're not talking about RBI because RBI baseball is trash. (laughs) We just want to take a moment to wish the greatest video game character of all time Rich homie Pablo Sanchez A him. happy birthday 818 is my boy's birthday If you had him on M, uh, What was it, backyard baseball You won a championship or If you didn't have him, you If you had him in any backyard sport,
0: period Baseball, you were going basketball, to win. soccer Soccer, he was a great He was the
1: amazing keeper yeah. mm-hmm. and Being the shortest person, he was the <laughs> best keeper in the game I don't understand that The only other person who was a As good as Pablo Sanchez in Backyard Basketball was Lisa Leslie, and that's because she had, like, limited, <laughs> limitless range. She could literally shoot that ball <laughs> with a <the> jumper <laughs> out of getting a rebound, and she would knock it down every time. So, like, if you knew what you were doing, you had to scoop up Pablo, and then on your next pick, you had to get Lisa Leslie. Because if you got those two, you could play on any difficulty and still bang out a W. You know, honestly, I kind of
2: want to go to a shop and just pick up one of the backyard games.
1: We need to find out how to do that and put, like, oh, yeah, let's put it out on a YouTube series.
2: Yes. Backyards back. back.
1: <laughs> yeah, back.
2: Uh, but anyways, so we're super excited for those games coming out. Let us know if you're going to be playing any of those uh, at E-Man Podcast. And kind of sticking with uh, – actually, before we switch, jump ship, I forget. We haven't really talked about this. Um, one of the things that FIFA does really well is they, they listen to the fans. Yes. And they give us not only what we want, but – they give us maybe things we didn't think we needed, That's but, we, but we absolutely love it. One of the things – I was kind of upset about this. So uh, our brother James, uh, he and I used to play FIFA together like very frequently, very frequently. Um, and one of the things we loved about FIFA – this was probably FIFA 12, FIFA 13. They had lounge mode
0: oh my and it was goodness. it
2: was just like these these it was such a unique yeah, mode you you had words. so essentially it kept tallies of like the uh your wins losses uh goals scored and stuff like that and but they had unique like rules that they could set up like uh you can do a random draw where your opponent automatically starts the game with down oh. two men or down a man or just random, quirky things like that. And we absolutely loved it. And then based off of your wins and how big you score, you have point totals that match up against your opponent. And they're bringing something like that back in this round of FIFA. They're adding it to kickoff. So there will be – For it's not, it's not quite similar, but it's still the same idea. And that's what I absolutely love about this. So one of the videos that they showed um, is game time. You can pretty much do a last man standing where if you score a goal, your opponent loses a player, like in the middle of the game. So wow. this is they are FIFA is literally out here trying to ruin friendships. <laughs> <laughs> that is what they're doing, and we're here for it. They're about to be the new like Mario games. Yeah. So when I say this is the downfall of PES that oh man, FIFA is like streets ahead. Streets ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh but anyways. So we're still kind of talking soccer. One of the, like we told you guys, soccer is one of our favorite sports. Uh, the NFL does something like this where they go abroad and they play a game or a couple games in London. The Spanish Soccer League is doing the same thing, but they're going to be playing a few games here in the U.S. Yes.
1: Which... I don't know what's going on in London. Like, it's becoming this epicenter of just things happening. London has been getting a few NBA games required. Like, they get a few NBA games at the start of the season. Then they get a few NFL games at the start of the season. Now the Spanish League Actually, is coming um, to London. Like, no, London.
0: not London. They're coming to the U.S. I mean, they're going to yeah, play yeah,
1: games in London. And then however, also, we're
0: forgetting. I think Jacksonville is going to be the first team to make that transition and I think use London as
1: their home field. Stupidest thing I've ever heard of. That's an eighteen-hour flight. Yeah, I, that, something that, 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 along those. There was there was something about
0: Jacksonville being on board to be to wanting to play their games in London. Like London yeah, like is already
1: franchise. an amazing place, but like, can you imagine spending like to have Champions League in London and then watch LeBron the next week and then apparently watch Jacksonville, even mm. though they're trash. Yeah. I mean, but like, I think it's amazing that real soccer is going to start coming over here because all the MLS well, teams... Well, first of all, <laughs> I don't, don't...
2: Don't slander that because, first of all, I, think, I just want to take the second to publicly acknowledge that I will eat my words. When Wayne Rooney transferred here... I was not for it. I was not having it.
0: Well, but also there were kind of some things we didn't realize that came out later that were like, oh, he didn't come here on his own. Yeah. Uh, but he, play, bro. he... He played, bro. He two, has two mid- week, two games in a row. He demands on fire right now. He, Where is he playing? He, DC, DC United, bro. Oh yeah, he is absolutely
2: killing it there. Um, and honestly, playing in the Premier League and playing anywhere that's not here, frankly, he, he has character to his game. He has vision and knowledge and perception of the game that a lot of these players here just don't have. That's
1: that's what I that's what I'm saying is like having the caliber of players in the Champions League coming over here mm-hmm. only builds up the like, mm-hmm. not, not only builds up the cachet of football but builds up like the skill level because honestly our players are trash. I, Look not entirely. So, who, like like uh, so,
0: so expansion teams such as like LAFC and Atlanta, who are finding ways to throw money at players to draw in talent, younger players, younger, younger players,
1: players. But I'm like, I'm talking about player development because like you think about, actually, that's different. That's different than, than yeah. Because like, uh, there's a picture of um, Jesse Lingard as a young kid being brought up through the academy team and then now look at the kid mm-hmm. doing amazing things. That system does not exist in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. We need... A, again, I've said this multiple times on and off. We need a better system of well, like building the cancer. It's, it's and the it's, far, it's far and few between. Uh, so what?
2: we're based in Kansas City. Sporting in Kansas City. Uh, they do well at identifying young guys, bringing them into the academy and then pushing them up to the first team. We see uh, the likes of Daniel Shallowy. Uh, Luca Busio. Yeah, Busio, Kuzane.
0: Uh, yeah, Jamie Lindsay. Yeah, uh, Jalen Lindsay. Jalen, that's it.
2: Uh, so those guys all recently came up from the academy not too long ago, and they are making strides, but you're right. there There isn't that long-term because of how convoluted the system is and how many paths you can take. Uh, when you're going abroad, you're looking at Europe, you're looking at South America. There's usually just like one straight shot a linear path. I say linear. That's an air quotes path from joining the academy to playing for the first team. You, you join the academy when you're younger and it's you train as hard as you can, have fun and really just work your butt off to get into that first team. Now you can join other teams. But, like you said, it's still that same linear path. When we get to America, it's just like you can start an academy. You can play club ball. You can play rec ball. Uh, but clubs, only get you so far, they're not necessarily affiliated with a team. Uh, if you do join the academy, like th- then all of a sudden it's like once you get to this cap, it's like do you play high school ball? Do you still stick with the club? Do you go to college to play? Or do you just stay home, don't go to college, you just uh, go ahead and join the first team? Much like uh, Eric Palmer Brown did. Yeah. for sporting Kansas City. So you're right. We don't have that system here. Dallas does it very, fairly well. They have an academy system that works yeah. for them. I think Sounders also have a really good one. Um, Kansas City, I mean, we kind of have one, but it's it's not great. But to see that, to have that coming over here, yes. having La Liga play a few games here, yes. I think that will be really good and influence... The MLS into doing that.
0: Let's back up for a moment. Can we talk about these two Wayne Rooney plays real quick? Like, I don't think people <laughs> understand. I don't think people, like, bro, you don't understand. Like, I don't think people truly understand. Granted, like, also, like, Wayne Rooney always will have a special place in my heart because he was a Man United player. That's my favorite team, period. Like, However, like a lot of people, I will be, be on that boat like I was a bit worried. However, I was like Wayne Rooney isn't entirely washed. I've ha- I've ha- I've talked to some people and they're like Wayne Rooney's washed. He ain't going to do well. Like granted like if you ask me, Wayne Rooney has always been the same player he's always been. Coaching was a lot different. Sir Alex Ferguson knew what to get out of his players the last two years that he had a team who who was the most? Exceptional player he had was probably David De Gea honestly so um, At that point, but anyways first of all, we got to talk about the the biggest play which was against Orlando because that was just talk about hustle Talk about hustle. So um, to give everybody kind of context Orlando, a man down. We're playing six plus minutes into stoppage time. Stoppage time is when uh, we account for maybe any injuries, substitutions, things that have gone on during regular play. You tack on that time at the end uh, of each half. So at this point, it's six, plus six minutes after after ninety. So we're in the ninety-fifth minute going into the ninety-sixth minute. So uh, you know, ninety-five one, no two. You get the point. Corner kick, Orlando man down, they bring up a keeper. They're in a position that they, they're pretty much in a must-win game because they just haven't had a great run recently. So their keeper's up, so all 11 people on the attacking side of the field. Corner kick is blocked. It's deflected out. Orlando grabs it what 20 yards before midfield and then at this point it's a foot race. Wayne Rooney from the top of the box. The bottle honestly, he's probably one of the slowest guys on the field. Like Wayne Rooney really isn't that fast, but he hustled 60 yards. 60 yards to make a big time tackle, which if he missed the tackle, it was going to be an open net. And if he made a bad tackle, that's probably a red card. He's out of the game, but he saved them at least to get a point. But makes the big tackle, cleanly gets the ball, just to dribble, what, 20 yards and make a 40-yard long ball across into the box, back of the net, game winner, game over. That's what you
1: call go home. That's the go home play. Literally. You do that, you stand there, you turn around, you go, go home. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I think... I'm just excited to see the sport of football grow here because let's not pretend like anything is bigger than football worldwide because it's not. Um, so I'm just excited to see, A, homegrown talent come up with, B, get. let me not say real football, but, like, get more structured, more organized, more... Um, Stylistic Stylistic Traditioned Ways of playing football To the states So our players Can grow and develop And just to have like just to see the entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I think it'll be a and raffle stomp for a while. And you remember in Hercules, the first time the Titans show up and they just raffle stomp all over Hercules because he's just tripping out over Meg and then he gets his powers back and then he like eventually he just Tarzans the whole thing? I feel like that's what's going to happen for a mean, while. That's kind of weird because I literally just watched that movie last night. I have no clue why that came into my head, but that's what happened. Anyway, <laughs> I don't think the U.S. will ever dominate worldwide soccer or football, but... Well, and I think that, we'll definitely grow well, a lot. And that
2: depends. If we get more Christian Pulisic types, um, then for sure I think we'll get up there. We'll maybe contend for a World Cup. We definitely won't get knocked out. That's the hope and the dream. Um, but I believe there is a way for us to grow from that. Like Sporting Kansas City has been making some pretty big moves, bringing in players that have played for Barcelona that are more accustomed to that style of European football that know the heavy games that have that kind of leadership and experience. Yeah. Um so there's definitely moves being made in the MLS for that to happen. Um there's just things that they got to crank out that they got to change like stop with the expansions. Promotion, relegation. Now I get there's the entire economics of it like the salaries don't match up or whatever for Demoting teams And then Stadium capacities But You gotta reward teams That are doing well And punish the teams that Aren't uh, Or tanking, Are, are or tanking that Simply because Oh what They can't really Compete the, Well no They're just of this mindset Of we're having a bad season But what's the worst They can do Just hope for us To do better next year No Punish the teams That are doing absolutely horrible Reward the teams That are doing well In this USL And even when you get To those Under Leagues.
0: We got teams in the USL that are bringing crowds
2: of 40,000 people. Like, I'm glad FC Cincinnati is coming up because they after, their, to- after their US Open Cup run, beating DC and Chicago, they deserve to be in the MLS. Now, I'm thinking of the likes of Nashville is now becoming uh, an MLS team. They've been having a pretty good run. Seeing Recognizing those
0: teams and... While it's good that they're expanding the MLS, it's getting too big now. Like this year was weird. Now we're having bye weeks for teams now mm-hmm. because we have an odd number of teams. Yeah. Like not even just a bye week because like oh game schedules are getting interesting just because we have an odd number of teams. Yeah. Oh, you know three teams are going to get to rest or something or one at least one team's going to rest. And I'm like, why?
1: Yeah. Why? It- before we get to bug on the monotony of the MLS system, which needs clearly ironing out, I just need to have a public service announcement. Um, LeBron moved to L.A. We all know he's going to be a Laker. Uh, so he's out here just enjoying his is, best life. Is, is he wilding? LeBron James, I hate his vibe in the YG, but my problem is not that because I love YG. I think his new album is ridiculous. I think it's a lot of fun. It bumps in the whip. I think LeBron is one of the greatest athletes of all time. LeBron, let's have this discussion, bro. Let's come home, dog. Why you got a do rag on? You ain't got no hair, fam. Take off the do rag. We know you ain't got no hairline. Just go ahead and join the Rick Ross squad. Shave it all off, and a do rag ain't doing you no good, fam. Stop. You look 97 in this picture, fam. You look like Ralph to be out here cutting grass on Tuesday. Take the do-rag off, Ron. Come home. Come home, Ron. In other news, is Harden joining the Banana Boat Boys? Yes. Because Carmelo... Carmelo, the- I, I, I called it. I called it. <laughs> Carmelo is in Houston to recruit James Harden to join the Banana Boat crew. To help Chris Paul recruit him. No. Chris Paul is the, the arbiter He came there initially to begin negotiations. (laughs) Carmelo is the closer. James Harden (laughs) is becoming a banana bowl boy. Forget about the potential championship run. This is what I really need to know. James Harden, are you a banana bowl boy? Is this happening or not? I need answers. Because Melo only signed a a one-year deal. You know where he's going to go next? L.A. Mm -hmm. You know whose contract is up soon? Chris Paul's. You know (laughs) where Melo's... Listen, they're just all going to just become Banana Boat Boys and the world is going to be great the way it's supposed to be. (laughs) I want Melo to go to L.A. to recruit JaVelle McGee to become a Banana Boat Boy. That (laughs) that might actually be the most If that happens, I'm done watching basketball. Yeah. Nothing better than that could happen. Uh, Oh, man. All right.
2: (laughs) This is a really long one as well. Uh, But just to kind of close out everything we're talking about, Uh, I've recently been watching some sports documentaries.
1: Yeah. Uh, They
2: have some really good ones, specifically those around uh, soccer teams. So Netflix has one, First Team Juventus. Uh, Really good. When I was in Atlanta, uh, I was with my boy Manny, and we actually saw the Jeep because they're sponsored by Jeep. Of course. Uh, The Jeep that they use to go around and film. Stuff like that. So that was really cool to see that. So I hope we get to see something like that in another duration for that. But Manchester City also just released one part of the All or Nothing. Yeah. Uh, with uh Yeah. I actually
1: saw that on Amazon Prime.
2: Yeah. So it's on Prime Video. Uh, I started watching that. I'm on episode
1: six and that one is really good as well. There was one I was watching while helping my friend move. And it was about the, um, I think it was the Brazilian national team that crashed. Yeah, uh, Chapaconte. Nost- yeah, yeah that, that, was, was, that was that. That was so heart wrenching. Mm-hmm. It was such
0: a phenomenally told story. That D- like, documentary, was amazing. It's, probably, amazing. It's, it's one of the best. Doc- you can documentaries actually find it on Fox, like the Fox yeah. Sports Go app. You and that was, there. and I think that, that
2: first incredible. aired right before the World Cup started. In our round like yeah, yeah, yeah. really close And to also prior to that, they had another one called Phenoms looking at young soccer stars looking to make an impact, hopefully, it's still at, going the, on. Wo- at the World Cup and stuff like that. So following all these young I think stars. They still, have,
0: they still have a couple episodes, I think, that still kind of are restri- straggling out. And th- I don't know. Just
2: as we're talking about sports, we obviously have to talk about this because there is this uh, – This draw to learn more about all of these favorite, our favorite teams, personalities, to see behind closed doors and what actually goes on. Um, Though, like, and they've kind of had one. It makes me really want Barcelona to do one. Just to see the mind of like managers interacting with their players, like watching this Man City one, seeing the recovery, because it was over the last season, kind of like the Juventus one. Um, seeing people recover from injuries, seeing how they bounce back from that first defeat they got when they made the incredible run of 19 straight unbeaten matches in the Premier League, which was unheard of. Uh, and just seeing stuff like that. so. I'm interested to hear from you guys. What are some of your favorite sports documentaries that um, you've done? Maybe it's an ESPN 30 for 30. Uh, maybe it's something completely yeah. different that they've done. Go ahead, tweet at us at E Man Podcast. Tell us some of
1: your favorite you sports talk about how documentaries. some of those 30 for 30s are, though? 30 for 30 is honestly some of the best documentaries. On. I know we're talking about soccer documentaries, but the documentary on Magic Johnson, flawless. The documentary for Allen Iverson, flawless they actually just did one i don't know if it's a 30 for 30 specifically but they actually just did a uh, documentary for andre the giant mm-hmm. and that was really really well done i remember andre the giant as a kid but then like to see a documentary as an adult talking about his life his issues with uh um like essentially like his his fractured relationship with his daughter but how he basically was a second father to the mcmahon's kid to the mcmahon kids um Really, just awesome. And then, like the physically intimidating factor of like Andre the Giant being a wrestler. But like, if he didn't like the script, he was he'd do whatever he wanted. You couldn't stop him. Um, so tweet at us some of your favorite sports documentaries um, at Eman Podcast. Eman Podcast. Um, if you have any documentaries that you would like to see be made, let us know what you
2: think those would be. Mm-hmm. Give us recommendations on good ones we might be sleeping on. Facts. Facts. We're always looking for good docu series. I don't watch a lot of documentaries, but those sports ones, I will always take time to watch ones that are very interesting to me. As of right now, they just happen to be mostly soccer-related. hmm That's true. And with that, I think that's all we have time for.
1: Yeah, man. It's been a good show. It's been a good show. Uh, not too much nonsense. Uh, a lot of just chicanery, but... Yeah. We also,
0: we also just deplorable. released
2: a new segment that we are trying out on YouTube. We yes. shared the link on our Facebook page, uh, facebookcom backslash even more about nothing. Yeah, the flagrant flow chart. Flagrant flow, flow charts. Flow charts. Flow charts. Flow charts. Let us know what you think. Uh, just short snippets of funny moments of the podcast. Uh, go ahead and share it with your friends. Like it, even if you don't identify with what we're talking about. Maybe we made you laugh. Maybe we made you laugh.
1: Maybe we were to climb, Maybe I made you realize the fact that uh, Bakugo is the, is a, is, no, Ron Artest is the real life Bakugo. Real life Bakugo. That's all I meant to say. Ron Artest mean. is the real life Bakugo. Uh,
2: but yeah, make sure you follow us on all our social media. Like we said, at E-Man Podcast on Twitter. It's the same thing on Instagram. And I already gave you Facebook, Facebook.com backslash even more about nothing. Uh, if you're listening to this on a specific platform, SoundCloud, make sure you follow us. Make sure you like the episode leave a comment when you hear something funny i think we decided that ope instead of your yeah. like the new yorkians do just just comment "ope" on something when you hear something funny yeah or someone fumbles oh, oh. something oh uh yeah. make sure we're also on itunes podcast make sure you're subscribed there and leave a review leave a review we'll shout you out and then same thing for google play google play stitcher radio Follow us on there. Leave comments. Leave reviews. We want to hear from you guys. And I think that's about it. Also, follow our company stuff at White Noise LLC. We have some super exciting stuff coming up. Like, we yeah, keep saying,
1: keep we do it. But we so are... It's, yeah, it's 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 in the oven right now. It's baking. Yeah. It's baking. Baking soda. I got baking soda. Yeah. And on that note, we have. Free Bobby, you know Bobby's getting out. We need to talk about Bobby getting out. But no, no, you know twenty 2020, twenty. 2020, that's 2020. gonna be a wild year. All I gotta say is, as soon as twenty twenty gets here, I don't know. It's what, over. I don't know what's it's happening. All Bobby getting yeah. out. Yeah. On tw- I never yeah. thought. I, listen, Mitch is still there. <laughs> Mitch is still there. But uh, I was shocked. I was listening to a song and it was like featuring Mitch. I'm like, Mitch got out? I'm like, oh no, no, that's a different picture. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, but Bobby getting out, twenty twenty. And on that note, we really out of here. Free Bobby Schmurder. Oh, oh,